Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you back to Hour 2 of the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, WGNCRadio.com. And this, this is going to be good. Let's pull up line five and bring on the field manager of the Gastonia Baseball Club, Goose Gazzo. Goose, good morning. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Goose, you there. Let's see if we can get that. Yeah, let's try it one more time here. Hold tight, okay. real, sec- real quick. Here on this Friday morning, let's pull up line five again. Maro Guscazo, good morning. Welcome to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Good morning, guys. How's it going, Goose? Did you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you loud and clear. Have you got us? I got you. Fantastic. It's really good seeing you on Wednesday afternoon for what seemed to be a really good thing. Um, you know, a lot of energy in the building for the press conference, the opportunity for you to come and, and speak on behalf of the new organization. Goose, now that the press conference has happened, now that things are starting to fall into place, you can put your mind now solidly on April of 2024. What are some of the things going through your mind over the last 48 hours? Well, I, I just don't feel like, um, I don't feel like we're looking over our back. You know, we're looking over our back to, to see if we can do this or get this guy or fly this guy in. I think it's, it's build the club now. Um, obviously stay within our, stay within our budgets and stuff, but it's now build the team. <clears throat> we have the support of the ownership. We have support of the community. It's a really good, feel-good situation. Well, I, I can, I can certainly understand that. Let me, let me ask this. I mean, one of the things that I noticed with Zawyer Sports, Andy Kaufman, that entire group, it did bring a different energy into the press conference. What are some of your initial takes on Andy Kaufman? Because he seems to be a guy. 
And obviously, if you paid any attention to the press conference, this is a guy that seems fully intent on bringing good quality baseball and entertainment to Gastonia. Your initial thoughts of Andy Kaufman. Well, obviously, uh, just a just a class organization, class guy. I think it it really fits to what we try to do on the field here in the last three years. Um, I I really feel like their team uh, kind of makes you feel like family. They they are what we would like to be in the clubhouse um, every year. Uh, they are they are the perfect example of you know a, a company that's working together to to figure out what the community needs, you know, what the fans are looking for. So the fan experience is going to be important. The quality of baseball is something that um, obviously is important. And to make this whole Fuse District thing work, you know, and and I believe that Andy's going to and his team are, are perfect for the situation that we're in. And I think it's just uh, going to be hit the ground running now. Coach Brown was talking about Andy Kaufman. The first thing I thought when the guy steps up, steps up to the podium, he don't have any notes, right? He's he's talking from his heart. He's he, he's not being political. He's not blowing smoke. He's not trying to fool anybody. The guy was as open and honest as I've ever seen anybody talking. You you know, Coach. Usually at those press conferences, it's all about politics and you know shaking hands and kissing babies. Not only did he say all the right things, the guy seemed like he was genuine. Did you get that same feeling when you first met him? Or are we missing uh, 100%, something? No, 100%. I mean, from the first conversations I've had with him, I mean, I, I felt right at home yesterday or, or during the press conference for sure. Uh, from the first conversations I've had with him, um, just just his demeanor, the way he approached it, what he was explaining to me, what he told me he was going to do, um, you know, make everybody whole, um, I, I, which I thought was just unbelievable. Um he was the same person on the phone that he was in person than he was on that podium. So, I mean, what we see in him is what he is and what you see is what you get. And, and I love that. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't, uh, you know, two sides to two sides to him. There wasn't a business side. And then, Oh, let me see, you know, this is how I'm going to deal with the baseball or whatever. And I've got business. I, everything was, Everything was the same. I mean, whether whether we were talking baseball or business or or just pleasure, um, the same attitude, same same excitement, you know, same friendliness. Just just a quality individual, obviously, um, and his staff is amazing as well. Goose Gazo here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Goose, let me ask you this: was was there anything that Andy might have intimated to you? that were some of his expectations for what he wants to see on the field. Did he, did he bring any of that up to you? Did you guys have a conversation about any of that? How did that go? No, I mean, actually, <clears throat> I believe there's a, uh, there's a hundred percent trust in, in what, uh, you know, what we've done so far here um, as, as a baseball team. Um, obviously there's a hundred percent trust in, in promoting Brady to Brady to the GM. Um, so he is, he is allowing us myself and Brady to kind of take over the baseball operations piece of it. I mean, obviously we have them, um, you know, looking over, you know, looking, looking over us and making sure that, you know, everything stays within certain parameters. Uh, but uh, he's given us the vote of confidence to continue to do what we're doing uh, to continue going out there, getting quality players, getting players picked up, 
um, doing what we do. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, we want, we want to be a perennial all-star, I mean, a perennial um, playoff team. And we definitely want to win championships. Um, you know, he, he loves to win. Um, he loves a good fan experience and all that stuff. And I think he's going to let us, uh, he's going to give us the leash to be able to go out there and, and try to achieve that goal. Goose Kazu here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Goose, let me let me ask you this. As as it relates to the parameters, um, you know, you and Brady are going to have to work with the budgetary the parameters that are there. As long as you guys, it sounds like, are able to stay within those parameters, you're not going to hear a peep from anybody in the front office related to what you guys do. But from your standpoint, from Brady's standpoint, I know that you guys – despite the fact that you've had a two-year run of unbelievable success on the field, is there anything specifically that you want to target or attack in relation to signing guys? Is there anything that you're wanting to bring in under the assumption that you'll stay within budgetary parameters? Is there anything that you want to bring in or possibly create a different look for this, this team, this organization this year, and now you feel like you have the capability of pulling it off. If that is, what would that be? Well, I mean, obviously we always want to make the players feel at home and comfortable and, and, you know, being able to get that opportunity to get back to affiliated ball. I think one of the things that we're missing in the past is the notoriety of these guys and what they've accomplished uh, as a team, as individuals, as um, you know, as, as players that, you know, have made that step down, um, you know, kind of, uh, work really hard to try to get back, uh, back to affiliated or get back to say a higher brand or whatever. So I would say the notoriety of the players, I think a little bit more media exposure, uh, for the team, for, for the successes that we've had, uh, we, again, we've broken records, uh, we've, you know, shattered the, um, the stolen base record uh, two years ago last year, we come back and we break the home run record in the league. Um, you know, so so it's it's really something that wasn't you know there wasn't a lot of exposure for it. Um, you know, and I just I just would like to see the media get involved a little bit more, and just to get a little bit more personal with these players. You know, I mean, where did they come from? You know, what made them good and what, what road did they take to, to get there and, and back? Um, I mean, these are, these are life stories that I think your, your, your basic fan, um, and definitely your sports fan would love, love to know where, where's this, not only where's this kid from, how tall is he, how much does he weigh, but where did he come from? What was his road to get to Gastonia? And then, you know, what did he accomplish, obviously, to get out of Gastonia to go meet the Yankees again? I mean, J.C. Ascara, player that we had last year, he's going to big league camp here in about a week with the New York Yankees. I mean, that's a great story. That should be all over Gastonia. That should be all, hey, this kid was, this kid was with us for, you know, a month, a month and a half into the season. He played right field. He played first base. He played catcher for us. I mean, I want the exposure for the players. Uh, this is, we're asking these players to take major pay cuts from what they're used to. We're asking them to, you know, leave their families that play for very little, um, you know, as far as money or whatever, these guys are devoted professional athletes. And I just think that they deserve the notoriety. And I, I would like to see that, um, you know, and I believe the organization will seeing what they do with some of their hockey players and their teams and stuff. I, I just want the players to get the credit that they deserve. 
Well, and, and I, th I think that with Zawyer Sports and, and seeing what they do with the hockey teams that are part of their portfolio, I think as they transition into baseball, we're going to see that happening to some significance and, and certainly in ways that we've never seen here in Gastonia from the Atlantic League model. Now, with that said, Goose, obviously there's a – there's a contingency of folks out there in the community that might have seen the press conference, might have read some of the excerpts from the press conference, and they're like, okay, I get it. There's a new ownership group, and I understand that they're intending on doing things the right way. What's it going to take, from your perspective, to win the fans over? Because there's a lot of folks that really kind of feel jilted by what transpired over the last couple of seasons, and they don't really know whether they want to dive in to any sort of new incarnation of Gastonia baseball. As the field manager, if you had an opportunity to speak to the body public, what would you say to those folks to try to bring them back to Caramont Health Park? I, I would say the, the honesty, um, I would say the, the honesty that this organization is coming, uh, this ownership is coming in with their past experience, um, I, I think just like any relationship, you have to build a trust. I think there's trust already within the organization. The, the, the few members that are returning to the organization, uh, mostly the baseball ops people right now. Um, I, I, you know, I think there's, there's definitely a trust with Zoyer sports. I think, um, the message that we would have to the fans, um, is, you know, if we feel comfortable as, as players and coaches, if we feel like this was the right decision for us to stay here and to still be part of the Gastonia baseball um, in, in Gaston County and, and, and have people, have people support us, um, know what we're doing, see what we're doing. I, I think, I think that's the, the, the main thing is being able to show the community that, Hey, we're together as a unit. There's no separation from front office to 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 the baseball team. Um, it's it's a whole team. Um, again, it takes a village. It's going to take good ownership. It's going to take good management as well as obviously good play on the field. Um, you know, we will do our best to 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 have that product on the field. Um, and I believe that we are gonna, we are committing ourselves to getting around the community. Um, explaining and telling the community, you know, what we're all about, wanting them involved with it, wanting to know what they'd like to see. I mean, I don't think we can change the rules of the game per se, um, but we can have more player involvement in the community. We could have more player involvement with young kids, young, young sports groups, um, you know, churches. Um, I, I think we have to get out on the town and, and really make this a whole countywide thing rather than just the, the city of Gastonia. I think we need to get a lot of towns involved in this. Um, it's a great place to see the game. Um, it's a, you know, uh, very intimate. You're able to be pretty close to players before and after games, just the way we, we come off the field and go on the field. Um, I, I think all that stuff has to be exposed. Okay. And, and I think... I think with media, I think with with word of mouth, um, it's just like anything else. You know, you go to a nice place, you go to a nice restaurant, you're telling a bunch of people. Well, we need a bunch of people telling a bunch of people, and and I think this is the team to to do to do that. They've done it in the past. Uh, they've built 
they've built fan bases from a very, you know, low drawing uh, organizations to make them the highest drawing organization in the league. So um, they have a reputation of, of doing it. Um, so it's just a, it's a great, it's going to be a great team effort. And, and I tell the, I tell the fans to, you know, jump on board because it's going to be a hell of a ride. Well, I, I, am glad you mentioned nice restaurants because I've got to ask this question (laughs) at any point did Andy Kaufman sit down with you and you guys share a bowl of Zupa de Peche. Not yet. Not yet. It's definitely, it's definitely in conversation. Um, you know, I, I, I haven't found one down here that I could actually, you know, put a label on it and say, Oh yeah, it's definitely going to be the go-to or whatever. But, uh, Certainly, certainly it's a, an important thing. Uh, you, you know how I am with my food and my Zupa the best, Brian. So uh, I'd like to share one with you one day. Oh, uh, let's go. Let's make that happen. <laughs> we, can, we can celebrate sometime real, real soon. Now, one more thing, and, and we've got about a minute. Sure. One more thing. Whatever you need. Brady Salisbury at the press sure. conference yep. had, a, had a coat on, had a shirt, had a couple buttons down, <laughs> a chain and had a little chest hair showing. Now, we didn't mention that yeah. to him yesterday. Is he taking yeah. a page out of your book? What's going on with this? Easy now, easy. Uh, no, I, I told him I was wearing a suit without a tie. I, th- I told him, I said, this is going to be kind of a formal matter. I think um, you being the GM, I think it's important that, um, you know, you, you start you know, dressing the part, um, you know, you're, you're a big wig now and stuff. And I, and I think I kind of talked him into it, but I thought Brady did an unbelievable job. I have a lot of respect for the young lad. Um, I think he, he, he held up very good, uh, very well, I should say. And, and, uh, he looked great. Um, he looked great. I think he worked on his wardrobe a little bit this year. I've seen some different shoes in a couple times that I've been up here this year, uh, down here this year. I've seen, I've seen some new threads. So, um, you know, he's a, he's a 26 year old kid that, uh, you know, probably has the experience of a 30 something year old guy in this game. I mean, he's done such a great job. I mean, but there's, there's always little things that we all can improve on and stuff. And I was uh, so proud of Brady and, the, the way he looked, the way he handled himself, and, and um, you know, the things that he said uh, were all right on point. It's very part to the conversations that he and I have that, um, you know, basically two, three times a day. Um, how can we make this better? How can we make our team better? How can we get this community involved? I mean, this is something that Brady and I are constantly trying to, trying to get this right uh, for the community, for the city, um, and for everybody's experience. And, and whether that's, you know, at a meet and greet like we, we did earlier before the press conference to actual, you know, honesty and, and passion coming out of our mouths as, as we talk to uh, fans out there. Well, we certainly appreciate the honesty and the passion. Goose, we want to make sure we get you on again before we – have you guys dive into spring training and then throughout the season, I'm looking forward to having you on the show, telling the story about this baseball team as the Gastonia baseball club embarks on the 2024 Jersey journey goose. Thank you for spending some time with me. Take care of yourself. No problem. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. We'll see see you later on. We come back on the other side of the break. Chris Lee joins us on this Friday morning. Here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back.
Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors at 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising Advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Long invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Friday morning. So glad to have Goose Gazzo on the show, the field manager for the Gastonia Baseball Club. Coach is excited, Brian. He has every reason to be. Yeah, new ownership group, uh, new leadership, new direction, new another, focus. Another reason for a bowl of Zupa de Pesh. 
That's you know we we just call it fish soup. That's what we call sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's a little different than the fish soup you get out of the river. I mean, it's it, it's a little different. No, it's the same thing. They just dress it up a little better. Well, they do. And, and I, tell you, I tell you, somebody else who dresses up really nice. Tell me who dresses up really nice. The guy that you bring it on right now. Let's bring that guy on. Chris Lee out of WRAL in Raleigh. Spending time on CBS Sports. Wrestling promotions galore. Welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you? What's up, guys? How you doing this morning? Hey, sp speaking of wrestling, we had uh, we had WWE superstar R Truth on the show yesterday, right? And, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and, and I know you you've you've jumped back into wrestling a little bit. You've been doing some. Uh, you, you were working with D'Lo Brown about a month ago, weren't you? Yeah, I've been doing commentary. Uh, Darius Lockhart uh, started promotion, and um, you know he his first show he had D'Lo Brown and myself as the commentary team. So that's been been really cool, and he has a Another show in Charlotte at uh, Piedmont IB Open Middle School on February 24th, and so I'll be doing commentary on that again. So it'll be it'll be really cool. Well, you, did you uh, did you have to knock the rust off, or did you come in hot, ready to go? <laughs> no, I was ready to go because this time, you know, it's it's uh, doing what I do every day, which is just kind of talking and just spewing hot air <laughs> instead of actually like, <laughs> like getting me. back into the ring and everything. So. Um, if I had to actually get back in the ring, it's I'll probably have to knock a lot of rust off. It's been a while. It's been like seven years. Uh, you can take. <laughs> you can still take a bump. You'll be fine. <laughs> we'll see about that. I don't know. I don't. It might throw me off a little bit. You know, that's that's that that those bumps are crazy. They're, they're kind of tough on you. You know, Chris. Not only have you you know continued to stay in the wrestling business in some way, shape, or form. This time, from the commentary standpoint. The reality is you've also started taking on some, some events with CBS Sports. If you can tell us what that experience has been like and some of the places that it's taken you recently. Yeah, so I did uh, two games uh, recently, um, kind of up the street from you guys, uh, Davidson women's uh, basketball game last month uh, when they hosted VCU. Uh, so that was on CBS Sports Network, which was really cool. And then um, about a week after that, uh, Richmond women's basketball as they hosted uh, Rhode Island and uh, same thing on CBS Sports Network. So that's been uh, pretty cool. Just kind of uh, doing things at, at a higher level for play by play. And, uh, and uh, let me tell you, CBS Sports is one is so top notch and there's so many resources that are there that helps make your job so much easier. Uh, so I, I really appreciated uh, that right there. And, you know, got some really good feedback. So looking forward to, to more uh, with them, hopefully in the future. You know, Chris, anybody that knows anything about you knows that you're a very driven guy. You know, I remember years ago when we first met, you were uh, doing a radio show, you had doing a podcast, you were wrestling, you wanted to be on TV. You were trying to do it all, man. You was throwing everything against the wall and see what stuck. Did you ever think, you know, when you first started out and you had aspirations, did you ever think you would be wearing the same jacket, the same coat that, you know, guys like Jim Nance and Billy Packer would wear. Is that not crazy looking back on that? Yeah, no, it is. And I think um, one thing, I, I did want to get to a network. I think I had um, another one with four letters in mind. <laughs> um, and I think that's the main one that people think about. But once they sent me that jacket, um, it was just, it kind of, it was surreal to me. It was like, oh, man, you know, there's, there's so many great broadcasters who've worn this jacket. So, you know, there's other avenues out there to kind of make your name, um, you know, and, and, and do something big and amazing uh, with your career. So, no, it's sometimes I can't even lie to you, man. 
I go to my closet and look at that jacket and say, man, that jacket is really in my closet right now. That's that's crazy. And it's Calvin Klein, just in case oh, people okay. ever wanted to know. If everybody, anybody ever wants to know what the type of jacket the CBS jacket is, it's Calvin Klein. So <laughs> it was really cool to, to get that in the mail when I got that. So, Chris, I, I want to ask you this question because there's, a, I mean, you talk about the four letters, and, and I'll mention, I mean, ESPN Plus is taking over in a lot of ways streaming as we know it for college sports. And there are other streaming utilities that are utilized as well. And so with that, it's given broadcasters an opportunity, guys that are wanting to climb the ladder and get above the line. From your perspective, you're now doing work above the line, and, and John Williams is another guy that I've gotten to know along the way that's doing some work above the line for ESPN. From your standpoint, what does it take to get from – doing some of these obscure ESPN plus style broadcasts to going above the line. It's been interesting to hear from John Williams. We've not had him on the show in a while yet. I mean, we're going to try to get him back on, but I'd like to get your take on some of the things that are mm -hmm. necessary to get over the line and to be one of those guys wearing the jacket in front of those, those big time games under those bright lights and taking advantage of all of those resources that you get strictly by being an above-the-line broadcaster? I think, of course, like the work is, you know, is, is uh, you know, that's kind of like a given, right? You have to make sure you're, you're working hard, but not just hard, but working smart. And I think that's one of the things from when Corky first uh, met me. I was working very, very hard, but I wasn't working very smart and towards the right direction. And I think as I've gotten older, um, I started doing more of that. I, I picked up more books by guys who have done the things that I want to do to pick up little nuggets on how they got to where they were at. And, um, you know, I've been making sure I go to more um, networking conferences. And I think that's really, really the big key. Um, I've noticed that even at the networking conferences, though, uh, people will see the, the folks who they recognize and go straight to them but then everybody else is uh, kind of open and that everybody else are the people who hires the folks that everybody's flocking to. So I just started talking to those people and building relationships with, with those people who are making the actual decisions. And um, I, I listen to what they say. I go back and um, you know, I implement everything into, you know, my, my plan at work for like the next year. And uh, I'm just kind of plugging away year after year and they see the, um, they see, you know, the, the improvement year over year. And, uh, I think that's, what's led to me to have the opportunities I have and have the relationships ships I have. So, um, it's a combination of working hard and working smart, uh, and, and networking, um, putting yourself in, in the right rooms, making sure that you're seen by the right people. Um, because, you know, you can have all the talent in the world, but if nobody sees you, if the right people don't, don't have access to you, then, it's going to be tough to, to get to the levels that you want to get to. So what you're saying is my method to get my first national TV gig is probably not the way to go because the way I got my first gig was I sent an email to Ring of Honor and it said announcing opportunity in San Antonio and Cedric Alexander nude photos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look, see, I, I didn't know anybody, but I knew they'd open that email. And when they did, the guy immediately called me and hired me. Isn't that crazy? So I, 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 I wouldn't uh, suggest that method, but it did work for me, Chris. 
I think that I think that works in the world of pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you were to go to like a corporate place like CBS, ESPN, probably not working. NBC. I, I don't know if that will work. Right unless, 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 I'm, <laughs> unless I'm trying to blackmail somebody, then it may work. Make it a payday. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> Chris Lee here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, Chris, obviously we've got the big game coming up on Sunday, uh, number 58. Mm -hmm. You got the Chiefs and the 49ers. And, and obviously anybody that follows sports, even at a cursory level, is going to have their eyes on this contest Sunday. Certainly, you're going to have more attention that you're going to give to it just because of the fact all the circles that you run in. From your perspective, what are you gathering out of this particular big game? What do you see transpiring in this matchup between the Chiefs and the 49ers? One of the things, I think so many people are so, um, I guess, distracted by the Taylor Swift uh, thing <laughs> and um, that they're kind of missing kind of the, the bigger point of what's going on here. And I think one of the things that's cool about this matchup is, and I have to go back and, and try to see if I can find this. I don't know if there's been another big game SB um, that's had this many potential future Hall of Famers in. Like, there's a lot of all-time greats in this game. You talk about what Patrick Mahomes has already done and what he could potentially do. Uh, what Christian McCaffrey is. We've known that here in North Carolina for a long time. Uh, we miss him so much, so, so much. But he's over there with, with somebody better. Uh, Trent Williams, George Kittle, uh, Brandon Ayuk, um, Debo Samuel, and and that was just the offense. And on the defensive side, there's a lot of great folks right there for the 49ers. And then, uh, of course, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, Kelsey and so many of the folks right there for, for the Chiefs, along with Andy Reid, who's more than likely going to be a Hall of Fame coach. Um, there's going to be some NFL all-time greats in this, and this could be one of the Super Bowls, or sorry, one of the big games <laughs> slipped out, uh, that we um, look back at and say, like, this, this was potentially one of the all-time greats just simply because of who was on the field. Uh, hopefully the actual game lives up to it and we have a, a good one uh but that's one of the things that i think i'm mostly excited about about this matchup and then you know um the continuation the potential continuation of a dynasty um you know i, I know within the dynasty as it's happening people don't like it people start hating the patriots um people start hating the spurs people start hating uh the miami heat and all that good stuff but when you look back at it, this is that's kind of what helps fuel things. You, you can look back and see the different eras um, and what has defined the sport at a particular time. And, um, you know, it's cool to see uh, the Chiefs uh, have this uh, run of success. And we'll see how that all pans out with the 49ers who kind of gotten there. They've scratched the surface, but they've lost some heartbreakers in the last five years if they can finally break through. So that's kind of how I'm looking at uh, this one. I'm, I'm very excited about what uh, we have coming up on Sunday. I think it's going to be a very fascinating game, Chris. And, and, and one of the things, I, th I think you have nailed it. I think the star power in this contest is going to be something unbelievable. And, and, and I think, honestly, from that is where we get a lot of the narrative building that's being done, very similar to what you're going to get out of pro wrestling. The reality is you can see a burgeoning dynasty coming for the Kansas City Chiefs 
that mimics mm -hmm. anything that you would see out of the whole Roman Reigns saga and the bloodline coming out of professional wrestling. It, it really is truly the same mm -hmm. thing as far as the storytelling element. But Chris, I'm going to I'm going to kind of give you a wrinkle and I want to get your thoughts on this. Do you okay. feel like that there's a possibility that Brock Purdy is supposed to be some sort of superhero that's going to come in and try to save society from themselves in the possible meltdown of the internet if the Chiefs win and we have to contend with just a little more Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I don't actually mind the whole Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey thing. Like, um, I, I'm all for I'm all for anything that helps make uh, anything bigger, right? You know, like my, my my wife isn't a Taylor Swift fan, but let's say Good if for it her. was Beyonce or something like that. <laughs> if it was Beyonce or somebody else like that, like uh, you know, just happening to be at a game, it just makes it makes the whole thing bigger. It makes people relate to it a little bit more. Uh, so I'm for it. Like you know, people who get upset with you know the celebrity matches at WrestleMania, I'm for it because it gets more eyes. Um, you know, on the product, which ultimately could help, you know, get more people bigger spots over the next year. That's kind of how I've always looked at everything. And so if Taylor Swift um, being on a, a Super Bowl or, you know, potentially, you know, dating Travis Kelsey, I don't know if they've actually like said if they're dating or not, um, you know, helps get more eyes on a product, which helps get maybe like a guy that we haven't named. Maybe he becomes the the MVP of the game because he just had an outstanding game and all of a sudden, uh, he gets all these extra endorsement deals that helped, you know, Taylor Swift helped that she helped that with that cause. I'm all for it. So uh, I, I'm not bothered by it. I think so many other people are bothered by it. I am not bothered by it at all. Well, and I'm certainly in your camp. I'm not bothered by it at all, but I do see this yeah. being akin to uh, Spider-Man trying to save the world from Doc Ock, who has created this thing that if we're not <laughs> careful is going to completely consume itself and lay the, the entire society in some sort of wasteland or something. So go, go ahead, Corky. See, see Chris, I, I, told, I told Brian, I hope the 49ers win. Brock Purdy gets on the podium, breaks up with his girlfriend, and goes and steals Taylor Swift away from Kelsey. That would be a great finish. That's funny. Uh, but the, the, more, the more realistic thing is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will break up by uh, the beginning of next season, and then her next album will be all about uh, Travis Absolutely. Kelsey. So. That's happening. <laughs> so Absolutely we'll, it's happening. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be done with it soon enough. <laughs> Chris Lee, we want to thank you for spending some time with us this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We wish you all the best in your continued work. Can't wait to see you more and more on the CBS Sports Network, and, and we'll definitely have you on sometime real, real soon. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. All Thanks, right. man. Take care now. We come back, we'll put a bow on this Friday morning here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Attention, Gastonia homeowners. It's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. 
Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, final segment of the week. Before we dive into the weekend, of course, at 9 o'clock, Glenn Beck will be on, Clay and Buck at 12 noon, Sean Hannity at 3. We're basically the pivot. You've got national-level talk radio overnight starting at around 10 p.m. In the afternoon mornings, you've got the heavy hitters in syndicated talk. But we're your home for local, hyper-local sports talk in Gaston County and surrounding area. So thank you for allowing us to be a part of this. You know, Corky, we had... Goose Gazo on at 8 o'clock. Yep. Of course, we had Coach G on earlier in the show. 
And there's a couple of things that since all of that has happened that has kind of been brought up, so I want to go ahead and try to knock this out. Okay. Um, one, we got an email while G was here about middle school basketball, and I want to get into that first, but or in a, just a moment. But first, I want to I want to cover this. Go ahead. Because this came in from the text. If you want to reach out to us during the show, 704-689-3820. Send us a text. Ask us a question. Make a comment. Whatever. We'll, we'll use it on the show just like this. Got a question about the conversation we had yesterday with Brady Salisbury, Goose Gazzo today, about the team makeup. The okay. actual roster makeup, okay? Here's something to keep in mind, because this was the question. Is the roster going to remain intact, or do you basically have to start from scratch? I think they already have like 16 guys. Am I correct? There's a slew of guys that are still prepared, ready to be on the team. Now, of course, those contracts are somewhat conditional, Okay. So, for instance, let's say that let's say let's say Corky Franks is the starting second baseman for the Gastonia Baseball Club, but all of a sudden the LA Angels of Anaheim call and say, "Hey, we'd really like Corky Franks to join us for spring training, put him on the uh, big league spring training roster, and let him fight for a job." Okay, then guess what? Corky Franks goes and signs that contract. The rights are retained by Gastonia. Should he have something happen where he gets released by the organization or whatever? So if that if Corky Franks were to return to the Atlantic League, his rights I'd stay a, with. Well, first of all, I'd have a microphone. I wouldn't have a glove with me. Sure. <laughs> but it stays with the Gastonia yeah. Baseball Club. Okay? That's the way this goes. So because of what happened with the ownership group, it didn't affect the franchise. So the roster that was protected – from last season is intact for this season. There was no dissolution of the roster or the team. The only thing that you had was a new ownership group come in and take over the team. So that's how that works. So if your favorite player is protected with a contract this year and he's not signed by a big league affiliated club, then he'll most likely be here. Could he be traded before the season starts? It's possible. But if a player was here last year, there's a very good possibility they could, in fact, return this year. Now, real life happens, okay? Sometimes guys just get out of the game. So one of the things that I saw in one of my networking social media pieces was Scott Manea. Scott Manea has effectively gotten out of baseball. He's now working in the quote-unquote real world and will not be back with the Gastonia Baseball Club. So real life certainly gets in the way. Sometimes these guys hang them up and call it a, call it a career. Stuart Levy, a couple seasons ago, was on the Gastonia Honey Hunter squad, decided that it's time to hang them up go into business for himself, and so that's what he started doing. He started working to that end. So he's no longer in baseball from a professional standpoint. Um, to me, it's a bit of a shame because I always thought the guy could be a coach and a manager in affiliated ball, but that doesn't appear to be the thing that Stuart Levy's going to be doing. So I'm hoping that that answers that question. Now, the email that we got earlier 
There's somebody wanting us to throw a little love towards Stanley Middle School. And I think that's completely appropriate because Stanley yesterday, we mentioned this, they beat Southwest 37-36 yesterday because it was one of the things that I said in the opening segment. It appears we're going to have a new champion on the boys' side as it relates to Gaston County Middle School this year because Southwest is below 500 this early in the season. And that's something that hardly has ever happened in recent memory. But Stanley got the win. As it turns out, Bryson Summy scored 20 points in the game. Jacole Bates had 10 points and 10 rebounds. Cam Stilwell, 10 points and 6 steals. Devin Phillips hit the game-winning free throws with four seconds left to propel Stanley to the win over the Southwest Roadrunners. Now, all of that to say, I'm getting much of my information related to the hyper-local stuff, middle school, high school, so on and so forth. If I'm not there at a game, or I don't have some of my folks that are working with me to get the information to me, then I'm having to use carolinasportshub.com. And Richard Walker does phenomenal work, and he's, he's done a very good job of creating people on the ground to get this stuff to him. We're trying to do that also. We're trying to get folks on the ground to send this stuff to us, and then we get it verified, and then we can utilize it, okay? Unless I'm there and I'm the one verifying it because I'm there. The reality is this. The more folks that we have reaching out to us on the Rush Hour Morning Show with information, this was at the game, this is what happened, just wanted to let you know, the better that we can be because now we can use that we can verify it. We can get in touch with coaches. If you know of a coach that can send information to us, we would love to get that information. It makes our job easier in telling the stories and getting the news out to folks. And that's really what we're trying to do. If we're hyper-local, we want to talk about all the hyper-local. But we can only work with what we've got. So... Do us a favor, get in touch with your local school, your lo local administration, have them send this information to us. It's as simple as a text message or an email. Email, you can send it to rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. That's rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. You can send it my way personally, brianrushingradio at gmail.com. Doesn't get any easier than that brianrushingradio at gmail.com. And then, of course, you can always text us on the show, 704-689-3820. Or you can always text me at okay. my personal cell number, 704-201-2180. Okay. Yep. Yep. I keep telling you. <laughs> I keep seeing if you're going to do it. Because one of these days you're not, and I'm going to say it. One of these days I'm not. And I'm going to say and, it. And then the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> and then, then I had to get my number changed. And, and then you're going to get these texts. Hey, Roland, are you still looking to sell your home at <laughs> 704 Lanier Avenue? No, I'm looking to sell a business. If anybody's interested, yeah, call me. My name's not Roland, and I don't live at 704 Lanier. Never have. So good luck reaching that person. So that's, um, that's kind of what's transpired over the last little bit. So thank you for sending those texts to us. Thank you for having those questions. Here's another text coming in. Okay, how about this? Are y'all going to do a high school pre baseball preview? 
I, I guess we will now. Well, I mean, again, we're, we're going to try to do something like that. Now, here's, here's the dirty little secret in this. How big of a preview do we do? Uh, I don't know. Do we isolate it to just the Big South Conference schools? That's doable. Do we do the Southern Piedmont 1A, 2A We also? have to. You would Got think. Got a lot of listeners in that conference. No question. No question. But then all of a sudden, hey, are you going to cover my grandson's school down in Indian land, South Carolina? Well, maybe not. Yeah. Well, then why not? Well, then by the time you know it, we're finishing our preview in the middle of July, um, which is not a good plan. Um, so, again, these are things that we're trying to work out. What we would prefer to do as it relates to previewing high school baseball is getting the coaches on and letting them tell you the story of their preview. Uh, I think that's an effective way of going about it. Um, I'm not big on preseason polls or anything because I don't care how much information we gather. One of the things that I think has been proven that the polls oftentimes get it wrong because the middle school poll had WC Friday's boys as the 11th place team in the county. They're going to go to the playoffs this year, okay? The last thing that I want to do is spend 10, 15 hours trying to put together some exhaustive information for the sake of a poll and then all of a sudden have WC Friday slotted at 11th and they end up coming through going to the playoffs because this team looks like it's going to the playoffs. We're going to get a chance to talk with Nathan Sherrill tomorrow, on Monday at 7.40 a.m. ahead of WC Friday's game against Belmont coming up on Monday. So we got that going for us. Next week, next week we're going to have Chris Beatty on. I think that's the plan. Talk about some soccer. MLS season getting cranked up. We're getting into the hot, hot portion of the English Premier League. And we're also going to try to get Joe Hughes on as we start to wrap up the high school basketball regular season and start to look toward the playoffs. So quite a bit of stuff to cover. Had a big week this week. We've had a big week. Huge this week. week this week. Listen, man, we're going to hear cut up and stuff and, and have a good time. And I'm telling you, man, our listeners are becoming really loyal, aren't they? They're becoming really loyal. And as we knew going in, really intelligent. Really good listeners, really smart, giving us some great content, some great concepts, some great ideas, and we appreciate it. And we appreciate those podcast numbers because we're already at over 1250 through eight days in the month of February. To have the shortest month of the year possibly be our biggest download month in our history is phenomenal. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making that happen. It's crazy. Go get, go get wild, baby. Okay. We got about 30 seconds. Can you give me a score of the, the game Sunday? Um, hadn't even thought about it, Brian. Being honest. <laughs> hadn't even thought about it. Because I don't care. I'm going to watch it. Don't matter to me. 28-24 Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I, hope, I hope 49ers win. I know. I'm just going to watch it. It's going to be an entertaining game. Like Chris Lee said, it's loaded with talent. It should be a really good game. Well, I hope the game is filled with great food for you folks. You're able to enjoy the time, the entertainment, the you, commercials, you gonna all have me that over? stuff. 
You cooking for me? I mean, I thought you sent me an invitation. No, that didn't happen. You we're, sound like you're inviting yourself. We're going to have to talk off air. Because uh, <laughs> I thought... I, block your number. You eat too much. <laughs> really? That's... <laughs> We're getting out of here. We'll see you Monday. God bless everybody. Take it easy. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.